This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds. Allow me to spend some time with you discussing pets, pet care, and everything in between. Today I want to talk about genome medicine. One of the first questions a client would ask me when bringing in their newly adopted dog from the Humane Society or animal shelter was, okay doc, what is it? Why it's a dog, I would say with a smirk. More times than not, we'd figure out at least one of the breeds in the adorable mutt and end up calling it a lab mix or a shepherd cross. A go-to designation when a dominant breed wasn't evident was, it's a Heinz 57. It really didn't matter because you could see the instant attachment and love this client had for their new buddy. But modern medicine is taking the guesswork out of breed identification. Now you can send a swab from your dog's mouth or send a blood sample to a special lab that does genetic testing and get a detailed genetic background of your dog's ancestry, thus identifying the breeds in your dog. So there are no longer any mutts in the world. Everyone has an identity. Genome medicine, the use of genetics to help identify genetically predisposed diseases, is available to your veterinarian. But breed identification is the most popular use of genome medicine, and dog owners can order this test from their home. Breeders can use this information for breeding purposes as well. Genome medicine is going to be a new valuable tool for your veterinarian in keeping your pet healthy. At this time, this tool is very dull. It is costly, inefficient, and the general practitioner is still trying to learn how to use information and be a reliable genetic counselor. Veterinarians are very knowledgeable about genetically predisposed conditions like hip dysplasia, bone cancer, allergies, and glaucoma. I had a small booklet in my office that listed genetically predisposed diseases by breed. The problem, up till now, was that I could only talk percentages. I could only say, your dog is predisposed to a specific disease, not if it was going to get it. Genome medicine may allow your vet to give the client better odds. But we all must step back and be careful about genetic information. Just like in people, having a gene mutation for a disease doesn't mean you will get it. This is very important to remember. Genetic screening is just what it implies, screening. A negative result does not mean your pet will not get the disease. A positive result doesn't condemn your pet either. Other medical tests would be essential before you act on that information. A genetic screening is only a genotype assessment and reflects risk only. One should not make major decisions of breeding, treatment, or life and death options just on genetic screening information. Diagnostic genetic testing goes beyond screening. This kind of testing is used to identify a specific genetic disease that may be the cause of clinical signs exhibited by the patient consistent with the disease. Knowing the genetic basis of an ongoing disease can prove to be critical in further treatments and prognosis. The International Partnership for Dogs is trying to sharpen the genetic medicine tool. They are developing a database that will bring together many aspects of genetic medicine. The database will provide guidelines in choosing good quality DNA tests and labs. It will catalog genetic tests, help consumers choose reputable tests, and provide access to data about breed-specific traits, including research and mutation information. You can go to www.dogwellnet.com if you want to explore this resource. Veterinarians are not jumping onto the genetic bandwagon with both feet. There are some glitches that need to be worked out. There are no central testing facilities. Vets sometimes have to send multiple blood samples to different labs and interpretation of the results is scant. This leads to having a client spend a lot of money and not get much for it. 
the general practitioner will be more likely to use genetic medicine when there is one central lab that performs panel testing with good interpretation of the results provided. Finally, the veterinarian will need to train themselves in genetic counseling. Always have your veterinarian involved with genetically related medicine. You don't want to make a decision about your pet on your own. You need a professional guide to help you. This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds on WERU. Thank you for listening. Remember, enjoy your pet and don't forget to give them a hug. Bye.